Hey sis, welcome to Beyond the Military Podcast, where faith-led military women overcome burnout and create more balance. Just imagine having enough time to focus on your faith, family, and have more fun while still serving as a woman leader. In this podcast, you will walk away with the tools to help you navigate the busy life of a military woman, organize your mind, overcome overwhelm, create a prioritization playbook, and a balanced blueprint for integrating faith, family, and career yeses in that order. Hi, I'm Wendy Ray, woman of God, wife, mama of two, army veteran, and certified life coach. And I'm here to help you create a life of meaning outside of the military, a life of laughter, joy, and intentional free time. If you are ready to overcome burnout and create balance as a faith-led military woman, sis, this podcast is for you. So loosen up your laces and grab your coffee because it's time to step into freedom and peace. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode 112, and happy Monday. It's the beginning of the week, and I don't know about you, but I love the beginning of the week. I love Mondays. Um, I mean, I love Sundays, too, because I get to most of the time do nothing, and by that I mean um, we either go out or we just focus on um, just being available to whatever is needed that day, especially, you know, with the kids or, you know, anything of entertainment that we missed out on during the week or any games or anything like that, that, of course, you know, we are going to watch because my husband's a huge sports fan, more specifically football and basketball. But during the summer, we are off pretty much TV as much as we can, just because there's nothing on and there are no sports, at least no basketball, no football, Um, but we find other things to do. And so I just love the, you know, Sunday into Monday transition. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday are like my like actually in the go, go, go. Not that Monday isn't, but Monday is more of like I plan and I am more focused on like what I am going to do and also being more intentional about what you know, small goals I have for each day, especially when it comes to like reading or anything that isn't as pleasurable to my mind and anyone else's mind. So I know maybe you aren't the one that enjoys Mondays like I do, but it's completely okay. <laughs> I want to offer you that it's always a great time to focus on a new beginning. And so I'm all about that. I love that. And just a reminder that every day is a new beginning. It doesn't have to be Monday. It could be Tuesday. It could be Wednesday. I know before I used to hear people say, oh, don't start a workout. Well, don't start anything new on a Tuesday or Wednesday. You have to start it on a Monday. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I will start whenever I need to start. And that's just the way I have kind of lived my, I don't want to say my life, but kind of like the way I have rebelled against this whole, you have to start on a certain day. Because to me, it's like, do we really, though? Like, I'm always questioning everything. I'm a questioner. And anywho, I just want to encourage you to start whenever you need to start. If Mondays aren't your thing, maybe even question, you know, why am I always resisting the day, the first day of the week or the first day that you, you know, maybe go to work or get, you know, start new projects or whatever that may look like for you. But anywho, today's topic is really, really good. Not because it's something that I'm talking about, but because it's something that I know you may be struggling with. And I know that my clients struggle with this. I struggle with this. Most of the people I communicate, I talk to, I engage, 
And even like my kids struggle with this. Everyone struggles with this because we're always wanting to feel great. We want to feel good. We don't want to feel bored. We don't want to feel sad. We don't want to feel fatigued. We don't want to feel discouraged. We don't want to feel any doubt. And I'm here to offer you that it's okay to not feel great most of the time. And instead of thinking and trying to feel great most of the time, why not learn how to feel first or even better yet, how to feel all the time, even when there are positive emotions, even when there are negative emotions or even neutral emotions like I um, sometimes talk about here. And so, yeah, today's topic is all about your feelings and emotions. And I know that some of you don't like talking about that and it's completely okay. And again, I think most of us don't want to talk about it, especially if we're going through hard times, if we are going through challenges, personal challenges, or even, you know, health challenges or our family are they're, they're struggling, whatever that may look like. Because when I tell you this year has been an entire roller coaster for me, for my family, for even my friends, I just want to offer that it's okay to not feel good all the time, to not feel great, to not feel happy. And, you know, wanting to feel better is always good, but I want you to learn how to feel as well. And I know, you know, some of my clients, um, especially recently, this week that I was coaching one of my clients, she mentioned that she just doesn't know how to feel. And, you know, that is something that I didn't realize how how easy it is to lose focus on how to actually allow your negative emotion. And by that, I mean, not necessarily, you know, you have to cry all the time or because I am a big crier. If you know me personally, I am very emotional when it comes to seeing things or hearing things that, you know, deal with, um, you know, like a negative emotion, like feeling sad or just feeling bad for others. Like I am the crier that will cry for anything. But I don't really necessarily mean to just, you know, indulge in that negative emotion. I mean, like, you actually get to feel even the things that are hard. You get to feel the things that are more of an obstacle, right, that you've encountered to actually feel the doubt, to feel the discouragement. Because remember, we're not perfect. We aren't supposed to be perfect. And oh, by the way... Yes, we are Christian women. Yes, we are women of God. But guess what? We're also going to struggle. And I think that we sometimes think that we don't need to be struggling or we don't need to be feeling discouraged because I'm in the Word or because I'm praying about it. That's not what this is, or this is not how it's supposed to be. We are humans. We are imperfect. We are in a broken world. We need to learn how to not only feel, but also how to keep moving forward so that we can then eventually feel better, right? It doesn't have to happen right away. We all want like the easy, the quick, the most um, efficient thing that will help us feel better. And I think that that's our problem right now as a society. But even more so, you know, I think it affects us even more as, you know, we become um, we become caregivers or we become, you know, this one individual that everyone relies on, right? For your, like, for their emotions or for, you know, how they're feeling or how they're going to respond to certain things. You know, I have little ones. They're always, you know, coming to me whenever they don't feel good or whenever, 
And I mean like emotionally, not only like, you know, health wise, physically or anything like that. But, you know, when I'm when they're bored or when they don't want to do something or they're nervous about a test or they just don't feel like, you know, having this conversation with others when it comes to, you know, different topics that are going on in school, so on and so forth. And so I want to offer you this to like even consider just learning how to feel to help your loved ones, to help your little ones, especially, especially if you have, you know, little, little kids or even teenagers, right? Or even um, coworkers that are possibly younger than you. And even more so too, like even people that you mentor possibly, right? Or, you know, your mentees. And this is going to be helpful because no one teaches us this. No one is offering this in school. No one is telling us how to feel. No one is reminding us that negative emotions are okay. Instead, they're telling us, here's how you can feel better. You can drink this, you know, great beer on commercials or <laughs> eat this, you know, really great, you know, delicious, sweet food or Netflix and Hulu. There's so many things that are so pleasurable now to include social media that we want to use in most, most of the time unconsciously because we want to feel better. And we are always yearning to just feel good, feel great, feel exceptional. And we forget that we need to feel the negative emotions as well. So you may be asking, well, how do I feel to begin with? Like, what does that even mean? And so I want to give you three kind of like very um, to the point, simple steps on how you can begin to feel. And the first step is to identify your negative emotion. Really ask yourself, like, how am I feeling in this moment? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling discouraged? Am I feeling disappointed? Am I feeling cheated? Am I feeling betrayed? What, what is it? Am I feeling sad? Whatever that may look like for you. And then I want you to take responsibility for that emotion. And you're like, wait, what? What does that even mean, take responsibility? I want you to ask yourself why you are feeling this negative emotion. What is it that is, what, what thoughts, what are you thinking that's continuously creating and compounding to this negative emotion? And now I'm not saying to change your thoughts. I'm not saying don't think that. What I'm saying is to identify your emotion, your negative emotion, and then take responsibility. By that I mean asking yourself, what is it that you're thinking? Because most of the time we think that others create that emotion for us but that's not true. We want to take responsibility and ownership of how we're feeling because of the things that we're thinking about that situation, about that circumstance. And it's completely okay, right? Like I'm not saying here that you shouldn't feel disappointed if you received news that someone said something about you or um, maybe it didn't go the way that you thought you were, it, it was going to go. So maybe a grade, maybe a presentation, Maybe a conversation, right? Maybe you thought that the conversation was going to go well. The presentation was going to be great. You were going to get an, an A plus, but you didn't. <laughs> so what are you thinking about that negative emotion? You may be thinking, oh, I should have done better. I should have worked harder. I should have prepared better or whatever that may be, right? Like, okay, she shouldn't have said this or I shouldn't have said this. And so really understanding what is it that you're thinking and then taking ownership and responsibility because most of us, and I'm raising my hand here. I used to blame everyone else about my emotions. I used to blame my husband, how I, you know, I was feeling exhausted. I was feeling 
I was feeling um, just very discouraged. And I used to blame my loved ones, especially my husband. He always used to get blamed for everything. Um, sometimes even my kids, you know, my parents, I used to just blame it on whoever, like my coworker, my boss, my soldiers, like, okay, because they're not doing their work. I'm, I have to, you know, do X, Y, Z. But again, I didn't know about what it meant to, to, you know, take full ownership and, and just responsibility about how I feel because I'm the one creating those emotions. Right. And so that's step number two. And step number three is to allow it to be there. And this is kind of like where everybody is like, well, how do I allow it? As if there has to be kind of like a visual or like a, a um, what's the word here that I'm thinking about? Like you are, you are, need to have something to be like, okay, you already allowed it to like check that box. There's no like end to allowing your feelings. Because you're constantly feeling your emotions. Every single second, you're feeling an emotion. It could be worried. It could be anxious. It could be happy, you know, because you have so many things going on in your head. It could be focused. You could be literally focused at work for like a whole hour. And you're, you're just in that, in, that, um, in that emotion, right? You're feeling focused. You're doing things. You're focused. You're doing things. And it's a constant cycle. The same thing with, um, you know, when you have a negative emotion. Most of the time, it starts off like, okay. It's negative and then it just continues to compound and maybe it becomes anger, maybe it becomes frustration, so on and so forth. So it, it really depends on what's going on in your mind, right? So again, just allowing it to be there, allowing your emotion to just be there. And by that, I mean, you're going to feel something. This is why it's called a feeling. Did you ever like, and it literally just hit me like maybe last year, I was like, oh my gosh. I am going to feel something because it's a feeling, right? Like it makes sense on why it's called a feeling. Because people are like, what do you mean? How do you feel? How do you allow? I'm like, yeah, just identify where and describe where you're feeling it. I've said this multiple times here. Like my body starts getting hot. Like my, my chest starts getting heavy. I sometimes get like tingly like up on my shoulder. Like I just it's like I'm trying to identify each and every single negative emotion, especially when it gets um, really close to anxiety. And for the most part, it's an anxiety when I worry, when I'm concerned about, you know, certain loved ones, when I'm concerned about my family's health issues, when I'm concerned about anything, when I'm worried. That's when I know I get the most because I'm, by nature, wanting to control the situation, by nature, wanting to control other people's decisions. I'm like, listen, just do it this way. Do it my way. <laughs> I'm, I'm like helping you decide, like just decide and do it and you'll be good. Or this is how you do it, right? Like I'm always trying to tell people what to do, not in a way like, um, you know, like in a bossy way, but because I think I'm, I'm doing it to, to benefit others, right? Like it's for their own well-being. But that's not the truth. It's because I'm controlling. Like that's just my nature. I can't help it sometimes. But again, I am praying about it and I know I've gotten a lot, a lot better. So I know God is working. God is working um, with me. And so again, don't fight it. Allow that negative emotion to be there. Don't try to immediately go into feeling better, right? Because that's what we do. That's what we're wired. We're trained because of this society and culture that we're in. And, you know, that's just the way it is, right? We're, we're born, we're, we're in this 
culture of like, there's no need for you to feel sad. There's no need for you to feel disappointed when you can take this pill and you can drink this drink and you can eat this, whatever it may be, or you can go do this thing. There's so many ways that we get bombarded with how to feel better. You don't need to feel a negative emotion. All you need to do is take this X thing, right? Or do this thing in order for you to avoid your feelings, in order for you to completely just, quote unquote, forget that it's there and try to cover it up with something positive, something pleasurable. And I want to offer you to do the opposite, just allow it to be there and really experience how it feels, right? Instead of trying to immediately feel great when you're feeling discouraged or disappointed or maybe even upset. And so I want to remind you now that, yes, it's okay to want to feel better. And again, it's our nature, right? It's our, our selfish nature of just wanting to feel great and feel happy and, you know, feel good. And, you know, I'm guilty of this. I, especially growing up, I always, and it was just something that it was ingrained in me and the way I always presented myself, no matter what was going on at home, no matter what was going on in my life, even as a teenager, I'm like, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to feel good. At the time I didn't know, right? And even as an adult, and sometimes even with my kids, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're not feeling good. Like they, you know, feel discouraged or they feel stressed or they feel anxious. How do I make them feel better? Right? Let me give them you know, some dessert or take them out to ice cream. And it's like, no, that's not what I want them to learn. I don't want them to associate, you know, feeling bad and feeling this negative emotion, you know, when they come home with a, you know, grade that they know that they could have done better with or, you know, worked harder or maybe they just didn't know the material. I want them to actually be in their negative emotion for a couple of minutes, even if it's an hour. And for the most part, kids learn so quickly, by the way. They will describe to you and show you when they are going through a negative emotion. They can actually, or they actually do a better job than us when it comes to showing our emotions because they, they have no filter. Especially, you know, my daughter, she's 10. My son is going to be eight soon and they have no filter. They're like, I'm angry. Or like they'll immediately, you'll immediately see it on their face or disappointed or, you know, they'll immediately just show how they're feeling. And so I want to offer you to just allow them to feel that way. And not only that, but for you to show them that it's okay to feel that negative emotion because it's hard. It really is hard. Like as a parent, I don't like to see them quote unquote suffer. I don't like to see them, you know, discouraged or even mad at times, but it's necessary. It's necessary for them to learn how to feel so that they know that you're not supposed to be feeling great all the time. And that's something that I offer you as well. Like, it's not okay to not feel your emotions because then you are holding yourself to this, you know, perfectionism stand, stand, this perfectionism standpoint of this is where I need to be. And you don't need to be perfect. Trust me, there's no one in this world that's perfect. Only God is perfect. So the next time you think you need to be perfect, I want to remind you or remind yourself <laughs> that you're not perfect and you're going to struggle. Like as Christians, we're just going to struggle, right? And I want you to think about this for a moment. If 
let's just say you stopped working out. Let's just say, you know, you maybe you got injured and now you're like slowly getting into, you know, working out as hard as you used to or even just simply working out. Clearly, you're not going to feel super happy and motivated to go do the workout that you need to do. Because you're probably going to have some doubt. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, what if I get hurt again? Or, oh my gosh, what if I do it wrong? Or whatever that may look like for you. So you needed, needing to feel motivated is not going to help you really go towards whatever that thing may be, right? You need to feel a little doubt. You're like, okay, is this going to work? How am I going to do? But you can still go ahead and do it. Or even, you know, maybe, you know, take this exam that you've been preparing for. Clearly, you're not going to be like, oh, I am so excited to go take this four-hour exam. No, you're going to be like, okay, maybe some doubt may creep in, maybe some anxiety, maybe some stress, some overwhelm. But just be okay with it. Allow it to just be there. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm supposed to feel anxious. I'm supposed to feel a little stressed out because I've prepared and I have no idea what this test will look like. And it's four hours and I don't like taking tests, whatever that may look like. But be okay with just feeling that anxiety instead of trying to not feel anxious at all and then be so in your mind that you completely forget that you're doing something that you need to focus on or it could be a new relationship right anything anything that's challenging that is not necessarily going to create this positive emotion right away it's completely okay feel that negative emotion first by identifying your negative emotion, taking responsibility by really understanding what's going on in your mind, not blaming anything else, taking ownership, and then just allowing it to be there. By not fighting it, by not trying to make yourself feel good or feel better, or, you know, avoiding it or trying to resist it either. And also being okay that, hey, things are going to happen. Life is going to happen. Nothing is perfect, right? Like, People are going to get sick. Your family is going to get sick. Going to get hurt. Things are going to happen. You do not want to feel great when that happens. Why would you? You love them. They're hurting. You're there for them, right? So it's okay to struggle. It's okay to feel negative emotion. And I want to offer you a verse that I always go to because of the passage. Um, and this is when it, uh, referring to Paul in 2 Corinthians, and I think one of my friends, yeah, one of my friends shared this article with me, and this verse has really just kind of stuck with me in times where, you know, it gets hard, right? When you can't do anything about your family member's health, when you can't do anything about, you know, what your husband may be going through, you know, like emotionally, or your kids, really any other, any other individuals emotions because you you can't change them for them you can't be like hey here let me give you my thoughts so that you can create different feelings like it doesn't work that way <laughs> so i want to offer you second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 each time he said my grace is all you need my power works best in weakness so now i am glad to boast my weakness says so that the power of christ can work through me and this is when Paul was going through not only the painful um, thorns that he had, he was begging, you know, God to like really help him through this pain that he was having, not only physically, but also spiritually. And so um, 
if you read further down to verse 10, that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And like for me, that's like an encouragement of we're going to feel weak. We're going to suffer. But we don't have to do it within our own strength. We can always come as weak as as any other time that if you felt weak or as ever, you can come to God and you can lean in on him and you can ask him for strength. You can ask him for anything that you are needing in that moment. Because when you are weak, later, maybe that day, that week, that month, that year, you'll become strong, not because of your own um, will or your own desire or your own being, but because you are now, you know, um, doing this through, through Christ with God's help. And so, again, it's, it's very helpful to not only understand what you're feeling in that moment, but also to understand that you aren't meant to be this perfect individual. You aren't meant to be this person that has to be happy all the time or have no struggles, especially if you're, you know, in this walk with God on this journey and building your faith. It doesn't mean that you will ever have any struggles. That's not what God tells us. So I, I want to offer you to really do this this week and focus on, you know, when you start feeling this negative emotion, really ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling? Disappointment, stress, anxiety. Take responsibility of it and then allow it to be there. All right, ladies, that's all that I have for you today. I hope that this week you focus on learning how to feel instead of trying to feel great all the time. All right, have a beautiful rest of your week. Bye. Hey lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you, or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the Faith-Led Military Women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Again, it is bit.ly beyond the military GRP. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.